is wrestling with a lot of problems at the church in Corinth. Um, among the things that he dealt with before we get to this passage is uh, a man who's sleeping with his father's wife, a man sleeping with his stepmother. Lawsuits where Christians take their complaints against each other to a pagan court. Uh, what do you do when you're married to a non-believer? Do you get a divorce? Do you separate? What do you do? Um, do you eat meat sacrificed to idols? And then we get this passage about fornication, prostitutes, sex, and the body, and food. These may have been hot issues in the first century, uh, but they're really not, they really haven't been on our minds this week. I don't think any of you came to hear this scripture today. What do they have to do with our concerns of the 25th Amendment, of insurrection, talk of coups, impeachment, inauguration? I think the underlying issue in both the first century and this century are the same. And I think the underlying Christian principle that Paul lifts up is the same then and now. The problem in the first century, and the problem today, is separation. Breaking the tie that binds. Separating from Christ, from our neighbor, and actually dividing ourselves. The principle is connection. Connection to Christ, connection to our neighbor, and connection of ourselves where we're, we live an integrated life. For Paul, Christianity is a religion of connection. It's important to be reaching out and staying connected. We know that in this time of separation with the virus. Paul and Paul talks about when we are separated, this is not who we are. When we work for separation, it's not who we are. When we are connected, that's who we are. And haven't we heard that kind of talk a lot lately when we watch the news? This is not who we are. This is who we are. Well, that's what Paul's wrestling is with. Who are we? Connectional Christianity is founded in our being connected to Christ. We are baptized into Christ, into one body. Last week we celebrated the reaffirmation of our baptisms, where we celebrated our connection to Christ. We are connected to Christ through grace. We are saved in him through grace. And because of that, we do not say, I am my own. We're not. Because of our baptism, we are Christ's. 
But it's not only our connection to Christ in baptism. It's not just me and Jesus. We are connected also to our neighbor. When one is baptized into Christ, one is baptized into a fellowship with all those baptized in Christ. We are responsible and mindful of each other. And this connection isn't just of spirit, it isn't just of theology, it's of our whole self. Our whole self is connected to Christ, and our whole self, body, mind, and spirit, are connected to each other. I am not my own in relationship to my neighbor also. Now, Paul's famous analogy of this is the analogy of the church as the body of Christ. We all need each part of the body. The hand cannot say to the, the eye, I do not need you. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I do not need you. And to separate one part is the death of that part. The parts are connected. Another analogy that I like is the analogy of the wheel, where Christ is the hub of the wheel, and we are the spokes, and each one of us is a spoke. And as the spokes get closer to Christ, they get closer to each other. And as the spokes get closer to each other, they get closer to Christ. So we're united together. And for a spoke to separate from the wheel is to separate not only from the fellow spokes, but it's to separate from the hub, Christ. Now it's the grace of Christ that brings us together and unites us to Christ and unites us to each other, that connects us. And it's an irony of religion that the gifts God gives us can be used not only for the purpose that God gives them, but can be used against the purpose that God gives them. It's like giving somebody a shirt and not, not having them wear it, but having them use it for a rag. They're not using it for the purpose for which it's given. God gives us grace to unite us, to connect us, to bring us together in Christ. But sometimes that gift of grace is used as a means to separate us. To say, I have the gift of grace, you don't. I have more grace than you have. God loves me more than God loves you. The grace God gives me gives me special knowledge of, of what God's will is. I'm connected to God, you're not. And this leads to a belief that the grace God gives us gives us the freedom to do whatever we want. I can do whatever I want. I don't have to follow the rules. I can separate from you because the rules don't apply to us. The rules don't apply to me. I'm not responsible for you. You're not part of me.
I am my own. Now Paul says, yes, in grace we can say all things are lawful. We are free to do whatever we want. But not all things are beneficial. Yes, we are free to do all things. But not if it is neither beneficial to myself or to my neighbor. Just because I can doesn't mean I should. And just because I can doesn't mean I must. Now, masked wearing is a perfect example of being separated or being connected. Colleen talked about this about three weeks ago. Not wearing a mask is an act of separation. It's not being concerned for my neighbor. It's not being connected. Wearing a mask is an act of connection. To argue that I don't have to wear a mask is to argue that I am entitled, that I am accepted from the rules, that I am, in a sense, above the other person, that I think more highly of myself. And Paul says that entitlement, that exceptionalism, is not who we are. Christianity is not about separating from one's neighbor. It's not the Jesus we know. Insurrection is also a way of breaking connection and seeking separation. Insurrection is, by definition, separation. It's different from reformation. Insurrection is a form of entitlement and exceptionalism. It's saying the rules don't apply to me. And what we've witnessed lately is a desire to set aside votes, to set aside laws, to set aside rules, to sever connections. In the protests we've seen, there are lots of banners with, about Jesus, and there are lots of crosses advocating violence advocating hate, advocating demeaning and hateful language spoken in anger. That is not who Jesus is. That is not who we are. Christianity is a religion of connection, not dominance, but service. Racism is about separation, about entitlement. We have been made vividly aware of racism this year and last year with Black Lives Matter, with separation of immigrants and their families. It is not beneficial to our neighbor. To separate from neighbor is to separate from Christ. It is not who we are.
Now, Paul says of this elitism of separation, it is not only of no benefit to my neighbor, it is also no benefit to me. He says here, I will not be dominated. We know how being free to drink or smoke as much as we want is of no benefit. I will not be dominated. I don't know if Paul knew the word addiction, but that's what he's talking about. Addictions where we say, not only I am my own and I can do what I want, but also I am on my own. I have cut myself off from my neighbor. In a sense, we have become an addicted nation. Addicted to political party, addicted to political figure, addicted to our anger, to our self-righteousness, to our hatred. Does it do our neighbor good? Does it do ourselves good? Have we allowed ourselves to be dominated? One final separation which Paul addresses in this passage is sexual behavior. Like grace, sexuality is a gift from God. And just as grace can be abused or used and celebrated for separation or connection, so can sexuality. It can connect or separate. Just like nitroglycerin, it can heal or blow up bridges. When sex becomes manipulative, exploitive, empty, addictive, entitled, it seeks to separate. This is what Me Too is protesting. Can one be connected to Christ when one is manipulating one's neighbor. When sex is free and mutual, subjective and responsible, it connects. As spirituality connects one to God and neighbor, so sexuality connects one to God and neighbor. Sexuality and spirituality are related. Sexuality makes spirituality responsive. We show our spirituality through our body. And spirituality makes sexuality responsible. I am not my own. I am not on my own. I am related to my partner. 
To abuse or ignore sexuality separates us. To celebrate it connects us. This is who we are. Paul ends this passage on food, body, and sex with, you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. For your body is God's temple of the Holy Spirit. Just as a temple, a church, mediates God's presence, so our body mediates God's presence. Through our bodies, God connects with the world. Through our mask wearing, God connects. Through our sexual responsibility, God connects. God connects through our bodies to lift up the oppressed and the marginalized. Paul's expression of connection in the Christian life is, does it glorify God? When one glorifies God in their body, they are connected to God and connected to their neighbor. That is who we are. This week, um, we ran out of Netflix series to watch. <clears throat> and we watched the documentary, My Octopus Teacher. Maybe some of you have seen it. If you haven't seen it, watch it. <clears throat> it takes place um, in a reef off the coast of South Africa um, in a kelp forest. The man, the narrator, spends a year, which is basically the lifetime of an octopus. He spends a year observing the octopus, learning from the octopus, being in awe of the octopus. At one point in the film, the octopus shows that it is very aware of the man's presence. And she reaches out with a tentacle and touches the man's arm, connects. It's a film about connection. He ends the film by saying, how vulnerable all our lives are on this planet. Everyone is important. We are part of the planet, not a visitor. That is a huge difference. As I watched that film, I thought, 
how vulnerable our lives are on this planet. We are feeling that now. And everyone is important. We are part of the planet, not visitors. A visitor isn't necessarily committed to the space in which he finds himself, is not necessarily responsible for it, not necessarily part of it, can take it or leave it. But we are not visitors. We are part of one another. And that is a huge difference. That is who we are. We are connected in Christ. We are connected to each other. Christianity is a religion of connection. May it be so. Amen.